0: Welcome to the Design Thinkers Academy London podcast, where we focus on design thinking and its role in some of the biggest issues facing society today. So, do you want to add to your design thinking toolkit? Well, a service blueprint is a diagram that shows how a service really works in detail. It connects the customer's experience with the people and activities that help deliver that service. We can therefore use blueprints to improve a service or as a starting point to create new services. Our service blueprinting course is led by Simon Goff. Simon is an experienced design consultant, facilitator, trainer, speaker and writer with clients ranging from companies to central government. Simon, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You're leading on our systems thinking course, but you're also doing the service blueprinting course. Now, can you tell us a bit about what service blueprinting is about?
1: Well, first of all, I think actually the the reason that I'm probably involved in both of these courses is I'm, I'm a bit of a geek. I think actually the whole service blueprinting thing, there's some similarities here in that what we're trying to do with service blueprinting is get a real understanding of the whole system around a service. So it's really kind of interesting to draw parallels with the system's thinking. But even on its own, for people who are new to service blueprinting, I think the thing to sort of say about it is that this is a way of looking at a whole service but very specifically from the perspective of the customer experience. Now, people who know a little bit about this might think, well, This sounds a little bit like customer journey mapping or just user journey mapping. And there are similarities. You know, a service blueprint does kind of work over time. It thinks about the kind of steps that maybe a customer would go through. But the really important thing about service blueprinting is that it's a lot about process. So what we're trying to understand with a service blueprint is what are the parts of the service that enable us to actually deliver that customer experience, that user experience. So we get into things like, for example, What's visible to the customer? You know, What do they see when they're using the service? But also, what are those things that are invisible? You know, What goes on behind the scenes to actually make things work? How does an organization actually deliver a service? And then right out there in the background, what are the processes, what are the relationships and partnerships that an organization might need to deliver a service? So it's a holistic picture of everything that is required to deliver a service, to deliver an experience for a customer.
0: So can you give us perhaps an example which illustrates this and which maybe you'll be using in the course?
1: So first of all, it's a very practical course. There will be a scenario given to participants and they will kind of work through this step by step to build a service blueprint to kind of explain to people how it works we actually use a kind of demonstration scenario so the one we use for example is a theatre visit and we use this example by basically going from the very beginning where somebody's looking up on say a website to book a theatre visit to buying a ticket to going to the box office to picking up the ticket and then going and seeing the performance now to do that we know the kind of things that the customer is doing we need to think about kind of who they're interacting with so for example there'll be box office staff there'll be theatre front of house staff. There'll be applications and websites that they have to kind of work with to actually kind of get what they want. But then, of course, we need to think kind of deeper into the organisation. So we think about box office systems, you know, the technology that actually prints and organises the bookings. And we think about signage in the venue. We think about staff training. What do we need to train the staff in to know how to explain to people what happens when they get there? All of these things are an example that we will use to kind of demonstrate to people how you build a service blueprint, because they talk about that kind of you know, customer experience, but they talk about the interactions, they talk about all the other stuff that goes on in the background. And that's a kind of very practical way of kind of looking at that whole service. And as I said, it's an example that we use on the course. And how does this fit in with design thinking then? I think there's a couple of ways, actually. I mean, this is something that we go into. So, for example, when we're talking about service blueprints, we're very much talking about two kind of very different scenarios where you might use a service blueprint. The first one of these is very much about what's the current situation. So we're at the very early stage of a design thinking process where we're doing our research, where we're trying to kind of build empathy we might want a good way to map out a whole service. And when we talk about empathy at that stage, we're not just talking as well about customers or users. We're trying to understand how do people in the organization feel? You know, what's it like to actually work in a company that's delivering a service? So what we call an as-is service blueprint can be a really good way to get that picture and get that research done and get a kind of clear view of all the things that we need to understand in a service before we might make a change but also we can use a service blueprint as a prototype. So we might get to the point where we've kind of got some ideas and we were thinking about a possible service that we want to create. One prototyping method is to build a service blueprint. In other words, how will this service be developed and delivered? And that's another way. So it's like a future state for the service blueprint. But just going back to the research, if we want to kind of start to define opportunities to work on through a design thinking process, A service blueprint gives us a really nice way to kind of focus in on pain points or identify areas that aren't really working or even look at places where the experience is good and we want to improve it. So it helps us to define and focus in. So various stages in that whole design thinking process, a service blueprint can be useful.
0: So, uh, you know, people have been listening to this podcast and they're probably thinking, oh, I'm quite interested in doing this. How would you get them over the line? What would be your elevator pitch to get them to sign up and have a fantastic time with you?
1: Well, first of all, I'm going to bring some bias into that in the sense that as a service designer, you know, my whole kind of use of design thinking is in building services. And also that I believe that, you know, whatever you're doing, whether it's a product, even if you think it's a product, then fundamentally, we're all kind of delivering services in some way. So first of all, I'd like to just say that I think services are really fundamentally important things to work on. And then that being the case, a service blueprint is an absolutely core tool that you need if you're building services, because there are not many other tools out there that can kind of give you that kind of level of detail and complexity and understanding that a service blueprint can give you. The ability to kind of visualize and map out a complete service from beginning to end and every component of that service is incredibly powerful, whether you're trying to understand what it's like now or whether you're trying to build something for the future. So it is an absolutely core tool within service design.
0: Brilliant, Simon. Thank you so much for sparing the time again today. Thank you. Thanks to Simon for joining us today. If you're interested in learning more about the Design Thinkers Academy London and its courses, such as Simon's on systems thinking and service blueprinting, visit the website at designthinkersacademy.co.uk or follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Many thanks for listening and look out for further podcasts soon.